Hey, welcome to Answer the Call. I'm your host and go-to career coach, Kelsey Kemp. Stick around, subscribe, and join me here each Tuesday as we gather around a new topic to help you identify your unique purpose and land a job that actually pays you to fulfill it. (laughs) So you could be as energized, faithful, and impactful as possible in your career. Hey, y'all, as you know, these are some heavy times with the coronavirus, um, with many of us in quarantine. And I'm sure y'all are like, dang it, why did she have to bring it up? I just want a little mental escape, which I hope that this podcast is that for you today. But um, I know that this is causing us to feel all sorts of uncertainty and um, it's affecting us in a lot of ways. Um, and so for today's podcast, I really, I knew I could go in one of two directions. I could provide some um, more serious or somber instruction for how to revamp or even just sustain your career right now, um, or step-by-step instruction on how you could become the hero of this crisis, which I see going around so much, like, you know, the best ideas are developed and why don't you be um, your own <laughs> Newton, like, in inventing something like super crazy right now. Why don't you, um, I don't know, have this enormous success story. And that really might not be the reality of um, what is something that we want to do. Maybe you're feeling down. Um, I certainly have at times. Um, So I knew that I could provide this how-to for producing like your most genius work or inventing something that will change the world right now. Or the other path I could take is I could just share what I find many of us, including me, really want, which is just a mental break, some relief and maybe something to look forward to in a lighthearted or hopeful manner. Um, So today I'm sharing the handful of things that have been bringing me joy and creativity and purpose in the present, as well as some hope for the future. Um, And I wanted to share this today also because I've been realizing something interesting. And one of my favorite things um, is just to listen and connect with other people by hearing their stories in vivid, picturesque detail and learning how they think and being able to walk in their shoes for a bit. I just find that so uplifting. And I'm realizing I love that more than ever right now um, to feel connection and to feel like I'm not honestly stuck in this apartment right now. Um, and I realized that this is also something a lot of my friends and clients love as well, seeing that when I ask my clients especially what they're fascinated by or passionate about, many times I actually hear um, them bring up some element of loving to hear people's stories and learn about how they think and what they believe and what they care about and why. Um, And again, this point was reinforced when I went to get my hair cut last week um, and before this all went on lockdown. Um, by the way, I'm in Austin, Texas right now. I know that, uh, that that's where I live, not just right now. That's my proud home. Love being here. Um, and so I don't know where you're at in the world or um, what the situation is there, but that's just some context. Anyway, so last, uh, last week, I got my hair cut and... Allie, the lovely stylist, was just telling me about her childhood in small town Minnesota. 
And she painted such a lovely, nostalgic picture of what her life was like growing up. And as she did so, I realized that daydreamy mental breaks like that are such a gift. Uh, It brightened my day so much to just experience that connection and a little bit of a mental adventure as she was helping me picture something that um, was just such a beautiful picture to me and I couldn't imagine it just on my own. So anyway, all that to say, I thought I would do the same in hopes that this podcast episode might satisfy what you might really want right now, which is some peace, connection, and a lighthearted sensation of joy and hopefulness. So um, if you're more in the mood for the practical advice bit, um, you could have fun going through the backlog of the other 41 episodes I've produced thus far that contain pretty, uh, plenty of practical action that you could take to um, clarify your direction and up-level your career and really take strategic moves towards uh, flourishing in that. But um, as for today, yeah, I'm going to go a little bit more lighthearted and just share how I've been finding joy, purpose, and creativity in this time of solitude and some uncertainty. So as I share what I've been loving during this quarantine, I hope that you do the same with me. Really, that would bring such joy. So DM me on Instagram at Kelsey underscore the called career or send me an email at Kelsey at KelseyKemp.com. <laughs> Go ahead. You can laugh at that email address if you want, but I didn't know what to do. I was like, wait, okay, so I'm getting my own domain, KelseyKemp.com. But like, what do I do? Like, hello at KelseyKemp.com. I mean, everybody knows it's me. I'm like a solopreneur. <laughs> and I, anyway, so some people kind of, my friends, they chuckle at me when they're like, Kelsey, what's your email address? And I'm like, Kelsey at KelseyKemp.com. Whatever. Uh, So just send me an email or a message on Instagram to let me know what has been bringing you joy, purpose, and creativity lately. So what I have been loving is I have really, really been craving this sensation of feeling reset and refreshed, especially in my physical space at home. Um, so I actually have recently this past week reread the life-changing magic of tidying up by Marie Kondo. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, did you just watch her show and kind of tidied around her your house? And uh no, I actually really recommend the book. I have seen the show, but the book goes much more in depth. It's an easy read, pretty fast. I really enjoy the audiobook version um because I I'm able to kind of binge it in <laughs> two days or so on a faster speed and then go straight into the whole tidying process. Um and so that's what I spent my weekend doing this past weekend and it brought me so much joy. I actually um had between my sister and I, because uh, we lived together, we had, I think, 12 trash bags full of belongings that we realized are not necessary or they no longer bring joy or um, we just don't need them and they could be given to someone else who might really enjoy them or need those things um, or it's just time to um, get rid of them or upcycle them in some way. So yeah, that's a, I mean, I can't describe <laughs> how good it feels to really um assess everything that I own, notice it, and ask the question, what sparks joy? And I know that's kind of a joke these days. Does this spark joy? Because it sounds kind of obnoxious. But really, oh my gosh, uh, I 
I did this, uh, I said that I reread The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up because I actually went through this whole process for the first time about three years ago when I was living in Dallas. Um, I had moved into my first apartment out uh, after college. And I realized I had been carrying around so many things for like all my life. I had so many things from high school <laughs> that like were definitely not necessarily necessary or bringing me joy anymore. And I ended up getting rid of about 75% of my belongings um, at that time. And I look back now and it, I can honestly say it, it changed my life. Um, I... I think that was my introduction to living a more conscientious lifestyle where I really was intentional about what I brought into my life, um, what I let go of, what I participated in, um, to the extent that it made me reevaluate other things besides just the the physical transformation of how much joy it brings to walk into your home and to see it free of clutter and everything has a space and it's light and airy and you get to design it um, in such a way and retidy, I guess, in such a way that makes your space feel the way that you most want to feel. Um, so for me, that's like this feeling of um, vibrancy and lightness and fun and like I have on display just the few set of belongings that spark the most joy thinking back on my best memories or a travel photo or um, my favorite colors. And so besides just that, um, the the joy that I got from my physical space being transformed and feeling physical lightness because um, I just had so many things I was carrying around for years and it was stuffed, everything was stuffed to the brim. Um, I actually, I feel like that sparked a catalyst in the way that I chose to eat. I, soon after I became um, a vegetarian and two years after that, in the last year, I've become a vegan um, and found a lot of joy in really knowing what I eat and why um, and what I believe about that. And I also became more of a minimalist. Um, I got into researching causes that I really believe in. Um, I feel like it really triggered me into, trigger is kind of a bad word, <laughs> uh, catalyzed um, a shift into adulthood, really, which was such a beautiful time. And I loved it so, so much. Um, and I think that it even caused me to start thinking differently about my my work. Um, it got me more into personal development um, and which caused me to believe in the power of small shifts and big shifts and what those could do for you over time, um, through conscious decision making, being a more conscious consumer, um, and designer of my own life, uh, also in accordance with God's will. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's a lot. I'm really talking up the impact that the life-changing magic of tidying up has had on my life, but it really has. And so I just realized um, as my sister and I moved in together uh, when we moved to Austin about a year and a half, well, almost two years now, um, we were still bringing things in that I, I don't think that were necessary. And so doing this reset in the last week um, and refreshing my home and choosing how I wanted my home 
to make me feel. Um, and redecorating a bit has been so joy inducing. Um, we ended up, we're still in the process of redecorating. Um, and we've decided to make our whole apartment remind us of this really, I would say, honestly, life-changing trip that we took to Mexico City during the summer of 2017, which I can't believe was coming up on three years ago now. Um, And that trip was so special to us. Mexico City is one of my favorite cities in the whole world. Um, I love it because it's like this tropical technicolor dreamland in which the people are so kind and the art is so inspiring. The food is delicious. Um, The setting amidst the mountains and this valley is outrageously beautiful. And the architecture, it's so, um, there's so many art deco elements to it. um, And Oh gosh, I loved my trip to Mexico City. Kirsten, my sister, and I even considered moving there for a while. Um, who knows? We still might at some point or take like an extended vacation and work there from or work from there for a month or so. I don't know. It's still on our dream list, but um that trip was so special to us, not just because the city was so enjoyable and inspiring and amazing, but that was at such a crucial point in my life where I needed a vacation like I had never needed a vacation. Um, I had just finished up um, year one of working in my tech consulting, like emerging technology consulting job um, out of college and kind of taking that break to review how much life had changed and how I still wanted it to change and what I had learned um, from that year um, was incredible and such an inspiring space. But I was also just dead tired and exhausted. I was on a really, really intense project at the time. Really intense. Um, I was I was working all the time on like really late night meetings um, with a team of coders I was leading um, that were located in China um, and leading a team for the first time as like, what what was I, 22? Um, And uh, learning how to do well at my job when I feel like I had no idea what I was doing and I was not, I didn't um, have a tech background at all. I mean, I took like one coding class in college, but um, that didn't necessarily prepare me so much for all that I would have to learn in that job. Um, so I was exhausted. I was so exhausted. And to have that that week, I think it was seven or eight days that we had in Mexico City with my sister, I think that was our first travel experience together as adults too. Um, it was so beautiful. Anyway, so transforming our space here in Austin now to remind us of the color palette and the prints of photos that we took in Mexico City um, and even eating food like we did there, like vibrant, fresh, fun stuff, like meals that remind me of the um, street snacks that we had and the mangoes with chili powder. It was just, it's been putting the biggest smile on my face lately. Um, And so I don't know, maybe that inspires you that if you have a really special uh, memory and a time in your life, like maybe put up some mementos from that this week. Um, I've definitely been inspired because that feeling of, I, I was visioning with Kirsten. We had so many deep talks on that trip. Like I, 
talking about what we wanted. And at the time, I was considering and actively um, working on getting relocated with my company, um, actually getting hired by the client company <laughs> I was working for um, with my consulting team um, to move to London. Um, it was just such a dreamy time. Um, Anyway, so <laughs> there's a little walk down my memory lane. Um, I hope that was uh, at least interesting to you. I, I just love hearing stories and special times from people's life. So that's been bringing me a lot of joy. I would absolutely recommend going through the life-changing magic of tidying up the book, uh, not just the show or any of the other things that Marie Kondo has done. Um, so, yep, there's that. <laughs> um Another theme um, I identified and how I really want to feel, um, or actually, um, I realized, <laughs> get it together, Kemp, I've got this. Oh, sorry, I saw a text. This is why you shouldn't have your phone next to you while you're podcasting. But anyway, um, which, side note, I'm super glad that I did this whole Marie Kondo thing because now my closet is so much cleaner and tidier and I have more room, <laughs> yet I still record my podcast from my closet. That's how you know um, you have not yet made it, but that's okay. I'm on the road, <laughs> on the road to getting there. Slash, do you ever make it? Oh, this is getting too existential. I'm going to move on. So um, this past week, another thing I've realized is that uh, I've been so fueled uh, and recharged by journaling and connecting with what I really want. Like, what are my intentions? What are my aspirations? Um, and what are the little shifts that I could make to start getting quick wins in that direction? Because I just realized like your mood, it, it's so malleable. And in many ways, um, it's something that with intention and practices, we can um, set ourselves up for success and be at cause and choose. Um, so I realized that through journaling, I really was craving this feeling and I wanted to feel fun and energetic and vibrant, light and refreshed and inspired and proud of not just my home, like not just wanting my home to make me feel that way, but also work processes. Um, and I wanted to feel like my life is together in an organized and effective fashion, basically. And I'm sure that many of you can relate in this time where you really just want to focus on what you can control um, when all this craziness is happening. So um, yeah, I listened to that and found that what I was craving was not just tidying and refreshing my home and eating food that makes me feel like I'm back in some of my favorite memories, but also refreshing my website. Um, I'm working on that uh, right now and it should be relaunched or the update launched in, um, my goal is two weeks. But um, I realized that I wanted in this spirit of kind of being light, vibrant, um, adventurous and explorative, I wanted y'all or whoever visits my website um, to have a more fun, intuitive, and yet surprising user experience from start to finish as you're exploring the site and finding what you really want from it. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun getting creative um, 
redesigning that and writing content for it and all of that. And I'm really excited for y'all to see the result. And I'm also automating some client management, admin processes to make that more fun and effective. And I want all my clients to experience um, like far more than they expected, like above and beyond expectations. I want things to be seamless. Um, I want it to be fun and to have like my branding elements on things. And so I'm working on that. Um, and lastly, um, I'm reconnecting more with, like I said, what my dreams are and what I really want. And one of the best things that has helped me do that lately is the book, Everything is Figure Outable by Marie Forleo. <laughs> That's funny. I just realized that both of the books that I'm recommending in this podcast that have been game changers in this time are by people named Marie, Marie Kondo and Marie Forleo. <laughs> but oh my gosh, I 100% recommend buying this book right now. Everything is Figure Outable by Marie Forleo. It, oh my gosh, it's helping me so, so much. So, um, and it's funny, even though I'm someone that helps people um, in my career coaching work get clarity and vision and then practically break that down into tangible steps and to have massive career change one day at a time. Um, and like probably faster than you expected because you're able to break it down and attack in actionable chunks. Um, and even though I really feel like I'm effective in vision casting, even still, it is so if it's been so helpful for me in the last couple of weeks to take an outsider's look and do my own exercises that I recommend to clients, um, ones that I've definitely done over and over before, but I felt like it's the season of revisiting and getting clearer with the more, the expanded perspective and the growth and the learning that I've experienced, the learning about myself and about the world and all this stuff. And so I've had so much fun doing that. Uh, it's been so fruitful. And one of my favorite things has just been going through the exercises um, that Marie Forleo has written into this book. Um, it's been the exact inspiration and help I needed to tap into the resourcefulness and creativity and bravery and diligence um, that is really so needed. Um all the time, but I could definitely see a lot of purpose in it and having that now, um, especially resourcefulness. I, I mean, even just the title, everything is figure outable. She truly does break down how true that is um, in the book. Uh, and so I definitely recommend this. It's hugely inspiring, but tangibly, actionably helpful. So I will read the book description to you because it's just too good. Like you need to get this book. So while um, here, I'll just read what she has from her website. I think everything is figureoutable.com. Um, she all, I guess her main website is marieforleo.com if you want to check it out. But the description on the, mm, I guess, book selling page, whatever, where you could order it. It says, while most self-help books offer quick fixes, everything is figure outable will retrain your brain to think more creatively and positively in the face of setbacks. In the words of Cheryl Strayed, um, it's a must read for anyone who wants to face their fears, fulfill their dreams, and find a better way forward. If you're having trouble solving a problem or reaching a dream, the problem isn't you. It's that you haven't yet installed the one belief that changes everything. 
Marie's mom once told her, nothing in life is that complicated. You could do whatever you set your mind to if you roll up your sleeves. Everything is figureoutable. Whether you want to leave a dead-end job, break an addiction, learn to dance, heal a relationship, or grow a business, everything is figureoutable will show you how. In this book, you'll learn the habit that makes 42, you, wait, the habit that makes it 42% more likely you'll achieve your goals, how to overcome a lack of time and money, how to deal with criticism and imposter syndrome, and it's more than just a fun phrase to say. It's a philosophy of relentless optimism, a mindset, a mantra, a conviction. Most important, it's about it's about to make you unstoppable. So that was the description of the book. And anyway, <laughs> I would highly recommend it. I have gone through the book um, and even sent some exercises uh, to a friend and a client um, that I know it's going to be so pertinent for, and I can't wait to share this more with other people. It's been really helpful for me. Um, and really the confidence booster I needed in this time to feel like, okay, let's reassess what I can do and what I can control and empower myself to be resourceful and figure things out and be creative and have fun with it and how to really tap into the motivation that I'm sure we all want right now. Um, so I, I definitely recommend this book, right, uh, especially in this time. So anyway, one tidbit I've been especially loving in this, I'm sorry, I was like, how's <gasps> my recording cut off? <laughs> We're good. But anyway, one tidbit I've been especially loving from this book is getting clear and reconnected with my dreams, both the long term and the short term, and breaking it down into tiny, winnable chunks that bring me joy every day. Um, so to do that, I've been journaling on a daily basis. And this is one question that I think she poses in chapter six. And it's this prompt of, wouldn't it be cool if wouldn't it be cool if, and then you just journal out, like finish the page, um, just write, wouldn't it be cool? And it's been so fun to see um, the, I guess, playful attitude that it gets me into. Like, just wouldn't it be cool? It doesn't have to be super serious. And then after I write down those things and reflect on um, what is most meaningful to me, I've been seeing some ways that I could start taking action now. And that's been so satisfactory. Um, and gets me really excited for, I mean, to see what happens by the end of the day, the end of the week, month, or the season. Um, and so another prompt that she recommends that if you're um, having a hard time connecting with what you truly want, or you feel like you know, but you, you're like, I, I feel like I should have stronger um, conviction behind this. Like maybe this isn't really it. Um, she recommends this whole exercise that just one tidbit from it is for the next seven days, for 10 to 15 minutes, just every day, pull out a fresh sheet of paper and start with what I really want is and finish to the end of the page. Don't reread it. Don't edit anything. It doesn't have to be grammatically correct, but um, do that every day for the next seven days. And then at the end of the seven days, um, as you're getting used to writing in this way and thinking about what you really want, go back and now you could reread what you wrote and you could circle the common themes and like what showed up the most. Um, and then of course the book is full of tangible, like the most practical tips ever. It's very comprehensive um, tips of how you could go about actually making that happen. So um, I hope that you enjoyed this like pretty unconventional episode where I just took you through what has been bringing me joy and 
finding some purpose and creativity in a time of uh, more solitude um, and I guess this grand reset that we're probably all feeling. Um, and so I hope that this was just uh, a nice time where you feel like you just get to step into someone else's shoes and hear some stories and I hope get some some resources that really help you and bring you joy like the two books I mentioned which I'll link uh, in the show notes where you could get them um, but anyway I really hope yeah that this has been a lovely inspiring light-hearted retreat for your mind and I would absolutely love to meet you and hear what you're loving if you just DM me on Instagram at Kelsey underscore the call to career or send me an email at kelsey at kelseykemp.com to let me know what has been bringing you joy, purpose, and creativity lately. Anyway, y'all have been on my mind, in my heart, in my prayers, um, and I'm excited to connect with you more, support you however I can, and um, yeah, just take the first step by reaching out to me to let me know how I could do that for you. But love you guys. I will see you or You'll hear me (laughs) next Tuesday. Bye.